Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's at the four. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923. And enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And it is uh, Tuesday. Good afternoon. We are here for Sports Lounge Live, whatever you're listening, afternoon, evening, morning, night, whatever it is. <clears throat> Welcome aboard to the show. And we are ready to go, Chris. And what number show are we on? And All right. Welcome. Well, this is Tuesday, March 15th, 2022, and show number 186. And I am, you know, hard-pressed to think of another show that had more big sports news on it than this show is going to have things that we're going to be recapping that happened this week, because any one of these first three or four items in the, in the uh, agenda, uh, first three could have been number one by itself in any other week with all that happened in that sport and by quite a long way for if it were normal week, but it's not, this is just crazy. All that broke this week. So we will, we will try to un- unpack it. They say these days, that's what you're supposed to do. And so we will try to do that. So the agenda is uh, the panels, of course, everybody come in and say how they're doing and what's going on in their little neck of the woods. Then uh, college basketball, the NCAA tournament's about to start. And the first thing you're going to get when we start that is Perry has recorded for us once again this year, the times and uh, dates and places of all the games with the TV crews for the first four days of the tournament. So tonight and tomorrow night playing games, and then the games on Thursday and Friday. Then we will have uh, baseball. Well, all we did this week was uh, the darkest was before the dawn and the settlement occurred. And then uh, we got details on that. And then we've got a whole bunch of signings and trades. Then the NFL started at the start of the new year is tomorrow. Rick's got his party hat on and, uh, you know, ready for, ready for the, the new year in football. And that was always the day before March Madness really kicks in on Thursday. So we've got a bunch of stuff on that. And, uh, and then we've got the NBA and the NHL. And uh, there'll be a couple of uh, NASCAR and racing and a, and a quick horse racing note, too. So anyway, so for my panel, um, I'll just spoil the expense, uh, uh, you know, spoil the uh, the suspense and just announce that Tom Brady came back. I don't know if you heard that Tom Brady came back. But yes, Tom Brady came back after the lengthy six-week retirement. He's going to be so rusty. I don't know what he's going to do. But, you know, it's uh, he came back. Unlike somebody, a normal person nowadays, they monetize things. They like to have their hits. They like to have their, their podcasts, whatever. He couldn't just, you know, he had to, I'm not retired. Well, no, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm going to retire. No, I'm not going to retire. Yeah, I'm going to retire. That was for Saturday, Monday, Tuesday on one week. And then six weeks later, yeah, I'm back. Uh, the day of the, and I don't think he did it in, in particular. He did it to make, make sure it was done by the time the NFL, uh, you know, uh, season was, uh, you know, year was starting. 
what the theory is, Brian Barrett from WEI had a theory last night, and I think he's right. I think that uh, Tampa Bay played hard, hardball. I think they, they thought, he thought that maybe they, they, when they, I'm sure he let it get around because Gronk was working out and different things were happening. So people were aware of what he was doing and thinking about maybe coming back. And they probably thought, oh, please, Tom, please, Tom, please, Tom, come back. You know, they just sat there and said, well, if you come back, you're coming back here. That's all. It's up to you. If you want to retire, you retire. We'll move on. We'll figure something out. We'll be lousy for a while and get better again rather than, you know, trying to work a deal, trying to go crazy. Uh, they didn't plead to him. You know, they just sat there, played hardball, and it got to, down to the point where, you know, Russell Wilson had a team, this, that, and the other, and he decided, you know, I better just come back and we'll rebuild in uh, Tampa Bay right now. That's that's what his theory is, and that makes sense to me. But anyway, hope people around here don't talk about it too much. We've got, you know, a contending baseball team about it. It's just open spring training. we got good Bruins and Celtics teams. Um, you know, we, we got and the Patriots themselves, the new Patriots, what are they going to do in free agency in the draft? Let's talk about that. Let's think about who's here and not who's gone anymore. You know, let's uh, move on that. We did that was six weeks ago in the dead of winter. Hopefully they won't do that again. Okay. The host to be named later, later as always, is Rick Swan. Hey, happy New Year's Eve. Um, <laughs> I'm just following up tomorrow for you. Four o'clock. Following up a little bit on what you were saying about Brady, Chris, um, I, I think he prob- they probably did play hardball, but I think Brady played it wrong. If he had just said he was going to stay, you know, he was going to retire, he didn't back off on it. And then Timber Bay, to the point where Timber Bay would have to try to maybe find another quarterback. And if they ended up signing, like, trading for Garoppolo or someone like that, then Brady could have come back. And with the captain, then Tim Bay would have to trade him, and Brady maybe could have got to go where he wanted to go. Mm. But whatever, he he retired for forty days. It's almost like, almost like he gave up football for Lent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the um. And he was a boxer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, with with all the stuff going on, like you turn with sports, and then and then you add in what's going on in the real world with over in Ukraine and inflation and everything. It's good to know with all that that the. Social media spent the whole week talking about whether there's more windows or doors on this planet. That's, you know, that's, okay. that's what with social media. Everybody was talking about it. It's ridiculous the time they wasted on that, mm-hmm. especially if you, I mean, we know there's more doors. Yeah, I'm so disconnected. I didn't know we were even talking about that. I'm glad you <laughs> <Yeah>. told me. <laughs> um, a couple of things on, on mentioned that last week on Nesson, they have made Let's it official call. that it will be, uh, Tony Maserati will be one of their analysts this year. Along with, like they said, um, Eucalyptus and Kevin Millar, and they actually added Will Middlebrooks. He'll be there too. And a uh, couple, of, just a couple of quick football things because I know we're gonna we've got a whole list of players in free agency. But a couple of things I wanted to mention last week: um, Eric Bieniemy. Every year they talk about how he's going to be a head coach, and he never seems to get it. We've heard some things like maybe DUIs in his past, but. Kansas City signed him. Ago. Yeah, Kansas City signed him up for for offensive coordinator again, but they only gave him one year, and they know how good he is there. So there's definitely something there that teams don't like. I don't. Um, and the other thing was, Kyler Murray, a week or so ago, came out with a statement again on social media, and he gave, began the statement by saying, "I want to be direct with all my friends in Arizona." So I'm asking my agent to tell you how I really feel. <laughs> okay. <not> direct. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Okay, on to you, Barry. 
Well, let's get some real world stuff out of the way and then we'll <clears throat> get to the fun stuff. Uh, obviously, the Senate today voted to make daylight savings time permanent. I think with a lot of things going on in the world, I don't know that that's real high up on my <laughs> list of things oh, they, they actually, need to be doing. They actually did that. Okay. But wow. uh, just think, I, if, I don't know that people really think this through, though. Is it really such a good idea? Because, yes, it would stay daylight a little longer in the afternoon, but it wouldn't. the sun wouldn't rise until like 8.30 in the morning in the wintertime. I, yeah. I don't know that that's such a good well, thing. There were kids uh, killed. Like, killed in 1974. There were kids killed in Florida, Georgia, Michigan, yeah. and Ohio going to school. So I don't know right. what people think they one, would do about that. One way, one way or the other, because they do say the time changes have caused there's heart attacks and stuff during that week, the higher amount of heart attacks during the time change week. Well, the Senate, voted, the Senate voted that today. Um, and our obviously thoughts and Thoughts and prayers do go out to uh, the Fox News team, uh, Pierre Zacheski, who was killed yesterday in Ukraine, and Benjamin Hall, a good young reporter who was injured. Um, I don't care what news organization you work for, you're brave to go in there and do that kind of work. And, and there was a guy what? killed from the New York Times, too, yes, earlier. Him, oh, yeah, yeah, and thoughts go out to him, too. And So our thoughts go out to all those guys. I mean, you go in there... You got something that a lot of us don't, to be honest with you. But, hey, basketball is good here. Uh, Iowa and Iowa State are in the NCAA. Men and women. Northern Iowa is in the NIT, men and women. And uh, we're going to have a lot of basketball this week locally and the NCAA. So I'll bet you can't guess what I'll be doing this week. And then, of course, late at night, after the basketball ends, I'll catch me a little spring training baseball. So... I'll probably be up till two, three o'clock in the morning doing that. But um, somebody, hey, somebody on this crew has to do it, don't they? To to, to listen to <laughs> they do, these yeah, games they do. To know yeah, what that's we're right. looking at. So <laughs> you do there the you go. Us. That's right. So, <laughs> Bill, uh, I, I'll bet you're not going to be up till two or three in the morning listening to these games. Probably not. However, only because I get up so early doing other work. But uh, I'll be up late tonight watching Indiana University. Was pleased with them this weekend. I thought they played much better than they have been. And I thought the Indiana-Iowa game was a real good ball game. And they I, put, I thought that was an instant classic. In yeah, fact, that they, was a great game. Yeah. And they actually played Iowa much better than Purdue. And I, I think yeah. Purdue was out of gas is what it was. That's good. I hope they stay out of gas. <laughs> I am not a Purdue fan. Um, yeah, we, we got to watch that. Having Major League Baseball back was one of the highlights of my week. The other one was watching the Reds just upload. Selling everybody, well, and it's only going to get you worse. and I are going to be in that club, Bill. Yeah, doing that, and got my son, Keith, coming down with his wife, and three of their kids are going to come down next week. So we'll have um, that'll be a good thing. He, uh, I'm changing. You know, I'll bet, that, I'll bet ago, that'll be nice. Four. I'll bet that'll be 50. nice and warm for them, Bill, to get out of the cold. Yeah. Fifty years ago, this year, the Final Four were the Tigers and the, the A's and the Reds and the Pirates. How about that? And I do have all, a question for you guys. All of baseball now. I do have a question about football. 
All right, it's been started. It started about Monday at noon, these preliminary signings. Will there be much change after 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon? Or are they no, holding any? Well, they'll, they'll, they'll become official. There'll be more. There'll be more of them. Yeah. Because yeah. they're cold. Right around 4 o'clock, there's things. I remember that was the year Wes Welker left. That happened. I was on the ride on the way home. Our paratransit heard about it and stuff. So, yeah, right around four other things that we haven't heard about yet will be announced. So and be a whole list of things that we'll need to put in next week to let people know. The only thing yeah. I can say is this is disappointing. We have the most cap space, but what good does it do you if you don't even... The only thing they've done is brought back a couple marginal players and... You know, and you've got over $70 million in cap space. Maybe I'm wrong here. Rickle can correct me on that, but it's... He's a capologist. No, I just, but, but, but I am impressed on what you got back from Washington for... Oh, my for God, that's... To take that contract off your hands and get those yes, wrapped that was that good. Was, that was a great trade. Yeah. Yeah. Walker type stuff, you know? Mm. I mean, how do you do that? I mean, that was that was quite a thing, and... If you've read, and we'll talk about it more in football, but if yeah. you read on how how bad they wanted to get rid of Carson Wentz, yeah. they were going to pay the money out of their pocket. That's how, man, somebody didn't want me there that bad. <laughs> uh, you know, but let's go on to Robert to see who can sell the most baseball players. And Robert, Robert and Sean, when we get done with them, we already have a hand up, so somebody is already oh, okay. wanting to talk to us. Okay. Go ahead, Robert. Oh, good. Um, well, in, in my case, uh, let me cover this first before I get into what I want to talk about. Uh, Chase Briscoe became a first-time winner in NASCAR. It was his 40th race, and he became the 200th driver in NASCAR history to actually win a race. So... Uh, and because of recent retirements in NASCAR, you're going to hear a lot about new drivers actually winning their first races. So uh, this will be the first of many that you'll hear about. And, of course, the race took place in Phoenix. And uh, if the law that Perry was talking about um, goes through and the president actually signs it, then... Uh, <laughs> um, We'll always be on the same time here in California as Arizona. So, But uh, as far as what I want to talk about, um, um, my baseball team is self-destructing before my eyes. Um, I, I, have, I wish to God somebody would come in there and buy the Oakland A's. Uh, I know the Warriors ownership group have, have shown uh, interest in the past. Uh, because Joe Acop and the Warriors ownership group, uh, they don't care about They'll spend the money. Uh, John Fisher, who's a multi-billionaire, does not want to spend any money. He wants to keep it in his pocket. Uh, and, uh, you know, we lost, we lost some people in November, but, uh, when the lockout ended, we've lost Chris Bassett, very good starting pitcher, and he's the one that got hit in the face last year and missed about two months. And actually came back, you know, to, to prove that he could still pitch. And now he's a member of the Mets. And uh, Matt Olson, I'm so happy for him. He goes to the Braves. He's from Atlanta, and he signs a long-term deal, which we'll talk about later. 
Let's get to Sean, and then we can get to our hand. Go ahead, Sean. Yep. All right, well, first of all, uh, Cameron Smith won the Players' Championship, which some consider the fifth major, you know, the unofficial fifth major. Uh, after a rain delay, they had to play it yesterday because a bunch of the third and fourth round was wiped out. And uh, One thing I heard, you know, Tom Brady coming out of retirement, I heard it was because of the high gas prices. So, you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I don't do this that often. As a lot of you know, I'm a pro wrestling fan. I keep the pro wrestling separate from the sports. Uh but there are people out there that, you know, you guys wouldn't know this name, but some who may have watched it back in the day or still whatever. Uh, there's a guy, uh, Scott Hall. Yeah, I know who he is. Hall of Fame wrestler, uh, the bad guy, Scott Hall. He was Razor Ramon in the WBF, uh, died yesterday, the last night at the age of 63. Complica- he was, you know, Hall of Fame wrestler, a pro wrestler. He, he had complications from hip surgery, and what's odd, he had a very rocky personal life, uh, a lot of alcohol and drug demons. He got sober in 2014, 2015, went through what they call the DDP yoga, Diamond Dallas Page. You're seeing that out there, has the yoga thing, got sober, cleaned up, uh, you know, went in, had to put him on a life support, passed away, he's 63 years old, part of one of the big angles that made pro wrestling mainstream in the 90s where he came in, made it look like one company was taking over the other wrestling company, the rival company, even though he was signed. And so, yeah, 63 years old. But uh, as you haven't heard, about 1 o'clock in the morning, passed away. So, but anyway, on to the other stuff. All right. You want to tune in tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern here on The Legend for the Bill Perry and Friends show. And you might get breaking news, just like Bill got breaking news go. about Carson Wentz last <clears throat> week. He got that on the Bill Perry and Friends show. But listen here on the Worldwide Legend. Also, if you want to contact us anytime throughout the week, 773-572-7715 or 800-693-0595, option 2, or sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. If you want to listen, find out what's going on, breaking news throughout the world of sports, 712-432-3642, board 9. Or go to board 13, which is the schedules board, and you're going to hear the NCAA rundown here in a minute, but you will be able to hear it over there if you missed anything. Go check that out. So, anyway, let's. who do we have on the line? Let's uh, go to the phones and our friend in the 410 area code. If you want to unmute. Charles is who it Charles is. Charles is our Charles. Okay. How's it going, Charles? Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Real quick, uh, one thing I no- noticed that uh, the wrestler that you mentioned, he's from he's a Marylander, and that's kind of cool. You don't see too many people from Maryland doing much of anything. Okay. No, well, he, he's from Tampa, but he li- he was born in Maryland. Yes, you are okay, right. There you go. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, also, there's this Babe. I remember one guy. There was this Babe Ruth guy who did pretty good uh, there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, but he, but he should have, but he never played in Baltimore. That's no, the he thing. did. Well, yeah, he, I guess that. he did in the minors before they uh, traded him to the Yankees, uh, Red Sox. <laughs> right, yep. that's true. Also, um, in basketball, uh, the Maryland Terrapins, you know, they – I don't know. They just they just they just don't make it too well in the playoffs. How can and you be in the thing, Big Ten and not make the NCAA? That's the question. Yeah, everybody, else did. The team, everybody else did. The big question for them. The big question for them, Charles, is who's going to be their coach? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's true. They're always losing coaches, and I, I think them, I liked them, but they were better in the ACC. 
Oh, I liked them in yeah. the ACC. It was a good rivalry for, you know, teams like BC, Pitt, and Syracuse, still a Northeast team, you know, and that was, that was nice. I, I kind of felt bad well, when Maryland the lefty left. Drizel, the lefty Drizel days, those were the days for them. Yep, that's uh, right. That's true, except they won it in 2002, and that was, I forget who that was. Who was the coach then? That was then? Indiana, I think they beat. Yes, who'd they, who yeah, was who the coach was the then? Uh, Gary Williams. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Yeah, Gary Williams That's after right. that. He had great years in Maryland. Former BC coach, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was good. Yeah. Yes, he also, was. Friday, we got the Orioles to look forward to on BAL. Okay, if you can look forward to the Orioles anywhere, that's good for you, Charles. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'm sure, Chris, if the Red Sox were 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 as bad as the Orioles have been, or the Cubs are probably going to be pretty bad and all that, we're going to look forward to them too, though, right? Oh, we do, we do. We, it's, do. we still, it's still baseball. I didn't having them back on BAL is cool. I like that yes. myself. Oh yeah. Maybe they'll right. do better this year until we back on BAL they, they where they belong. Yeah. They got it. But they're in the toughest division in baseball, so I don't know how they're going to do that. But anyway. Right. That's true. Okay. okay. Well, I just All wanted right, to Charles. check in and thank you. let you know how much good I enjoy this. Good job, this. Charles. Keep, well, keep thank calling you again. And yep, uh, thank Jerry, you. Jerry, right. Jerry, if you want to unmute, we would hear you before we get to college basketball. Well, it tells me it already is. Uh, firstly, okay. one thing does relate to college basketball. Uh, there was a misunderstanding. I messed up my phonetic alphabet. That Purdue station is W-A-Z-Y. Yeah, I found it. Yeah, I found or, it. Or, uh, you yeah. know, Alpha Zebra, Yan- Zebra Yankee. Yeah. And, uh, and remember, secondly, remember, Robert, I- remember, guys, Jerry, just say, remember, too, you're streaming now that it's NCAA. Some of it's going to stay the same. It may very well change. So just understand. A lot of it won't. A lot of it won't be there. You know, I mean, the smaller the town, the key to it is if you get a small town, like one of the stations that has always streamed Texas A&M is uh, WTAW because they're right there in College Station, I think. That's their flagship station. Yeah. And and if they're not on on WTAW, they'll be on 1150 Zone, but usually WTAW. Yeah. The smaller the town, they sometimes just don't pay attention. But, you you know, if you're in Detroit or something, and you have Michigan State, they're apt to say, uh, gee, we'll notice that. So, you know, they crack down more on that than a small one. Yeah. Okay. And – Secondly, I feel your pain, Robert, because the Pirates have been there, too. It would be fun to see what would happen if the A's played the Pirates. Well, uh, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the new agreement, Jerry. And uh, according to the new agreement, starting next year, everybody will be playing everybody else. That's right. And those A's Pirates games are going to draw a lot of fans. In oh, yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they will, most definitely. They broadcast Friday on either KDKA, AM, or FM. Uh, probably, if it goes like it was, probably on AM because uh, FM has contracts with uh, whatever they do. Noon and remember, remember too, guys, for your those of you who have baseball and basketball that would be on the same stations, remember they're probably going to take the basketball because it counts. Yeah. Yeah. So go. just from good job, Jerry. Okay. All right, Jerry. Uh, All right. Now we'll hit the college basketball. So should we, at this point, Bill, if schedule. you want to play the NCAA schedule, I will. About five, five minutes this. long, and uh, this will give you your times and everything that you need to know. So without further ado, here's your schedule. Here we go. Here are the NCAA <clears throat> times and uh, TV crews and things like that. Tuesday, March 15th, 6.40 p.m., True TV, again, 6.40 p.m., Texas A&M Corpus Christi and Texas Southern. 
Tom McCarthy, Steve Lavin, Avery Johnson, John Rothstein. And they'll have all four of these uh, first four games. So if you know who the crew is, that's the four. 9, 10 p.m. on True, Indiana and Wyoming. Wednesday, March 16th, 640 on True, Bryant Wright State, 910 on True, Notre Dame and Rutgers. Thursday, March 17th, at 1215, CBS, Michigan and Colorado State, Ian, Ian Eagle, that should be, Jim Spinarkle, Jamie Ertle. 1240 on True, um, South Dakota State and Providence, Brad Nessler, Brendan Haywood, and Evan Washburn. 145 TNT. Memphis and Boise State, Andrew Catalan, Steve Lapis, and Andy Katz. 2 p.m. TBS, Norfolk State and Baylor, Brian Anderson, Jim Jackson, Allie LaForce. 245 CBS. Longwood, Tennessee, that's the Iron Eagle crew. 310 on True. Richmond and Iowa, Nestler crew. 415 TNT. Georgia State, Gonzaga, Catalan crew. 4.30 p.m. TBS. Marquette and North Carolina, Anderson crew. 650 TNT. New Mexico State. Yukon, Nestler Crew, 710 CBS, St. Peter's, Kentucky, that's your Iron Eagle Crew, 720 TBS, Indiana, Wyoming winner, and they play St. Mary's, that's the Catalan Crew, 727 PM on True, Creighton, San Diego State, that's the Brian Anderson Crew. 9.20 p.m. TNT, Vermont, Arkansas, Brad Nessler's crew, 9.40, CBS, and that first game, was the 9.20 one was on TNT, if I didn't say that, 9.40, CBS, San Francisco, Murray State, that's the Iron Eagle crew, 9.50, TBS, Akron and, UC- Akron and UCLA, that's the Andrew Catalan crew. 9.57 on True. The winners of the Texas, Corpus Christi, Texas Southern game. Kansas is the opponent, and it's the Brian Anderson crew. Friday, March 18th, 12.15, CBS. Loyola and Ohio State, Kevin Harlan, Dan Bonner, Reggie Miller, and Dana Jacobson. 12.40 p.m. on True. Jacksonville, State and Auburn, Jim Nance, Bill Raftery, Grant Hill, and Tracy Wolfson. 145 on TNT. Montana and Texas, Montana State, Texas Tech, Lisa Byington, Steve Smith, Avery Johnson, and Lauren Shahadi. I have no idea if I pronounced that name right. 2 p.m. TBS. Yale and Purdue, Spiro Ditas, Debbie Antonelli, and A.J. Ross. 245 CBS. 
Delaware Villanova, that's the Kevin Harlan crew. 310 on True. Miami USC, that's the Jim Nance crew. 415, TNT. The winner of the Notre Dame game plays Alabama, that's the Lisa Byington crew. 430, TBS. Virginia Tech and Texas, that's the Spiro Ditas crew. 6.50 p.m. TNT, Chattanooga, Illinois, the Kevin Harlan crew, 7.10 TBS, Cal State Fullerton and Duke, the Jim Nance crew, 7.20 TBS, Iowa State LSU, Spiro Ditas crew, 7.27 on True, Bryant, the winner of that game versus Arizona, the Lisa Byington crew, 9.20 TNT, UAB in Houston, the Kevin Harlan crew, 940 CBS, Davidson, Michigan State, the Jim Nance crew, 950 TBS, Colgate, Wisconsin, Spiro Ditas crew, 957 on True, TCU and Seton Hall, that's the Lisa Byington crew. That is your first round of games. And there we go. Very so good. now you know you know the, the scoop. Now, of course, Sean, the big news in uh, Milwaukee is Craig Way and John Walters are both there. Yes, they are. That's the big news for us. And that's right. Uh, before we get go, yeah. Before we get going on this, LSU's in the tournament, but they before the day, before the show or before the selection show, they fired Will Way, their head coach. So apparently, he was accused of uh, playing paying players and. Given the family's cars and things of that right. sort. So, and it's not uh, only the coach, yeah. but it's the coach and the top, the associate head coach, too. So, okay. That'll be interesting to see yeah. how that game looks on Friday night. Yeah. yeah. But oh. as far as the tournament itself, I'm looking at it. I think some sleeper teams. Uh, you got to watch out for South Dakota State. You always look for that mid major that's going to. You do. South Dakota State is a team that, I mean, they've made some noise all year. And then possibly who comes out? Whoever comes out of the Murray State San Francisco game, you know, whoever watch, comes out and of that watch, one, watch could, Davidson. I th- I've heard a lot of people say Davidson yeah. could beat uh, Michigan State. Uh, well, being, I think they will. Be, I think uh, they will beat Michigan State. Davidson isn't Davidson the higher seed? I think no, uh, no, 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 no Michigan not. State is no, but yeah. Michigan, but it's a seven. It's a seven ten. That's right. So those seven tens. I don't know. I, I look at those. Those go either way. Uh, that'd be a big I, upset if uh, the I, South I think State though. Does. I think, though, Sean, you would agree, Michigan State, they've been fairly overrated for the whole season, I think. Oh, I think, I definitely think they've been overrated. I I questioned, you know, should, I mean, why are they seated as a seven? Uh, that's where I got confused. Some, of that, is, some of that is probably who their name is. And I'd have had Davidson as a higher seed, and I'd have had Michigan. I'd have had Davidson because Davidson, yeah, they they walked away with the Atlantic Ten this year, and the Atlantic Ten, a good conference, usually gets three or four teams. They only got two in this year, and and Richmond, Richmond pulled it off, winning their tournament, uh, coming in at the last uh, minute, you know, winning it to get in, probably probably keeping Dayton or VCU, which those are two of the last four in the bubble. Them along with Texas A and M, and I forget who the other, the fourth. The fourth team that was on the bubble was, but uh, I know the interesting thing with yeah, the interesting thing with A and M, I think, is going to be number one. I think most people had them in on Sunday, but here's the thing Mm -hmm. with A and M: they now have to go from we thought we were in to we have to get up for the NIT. You wonder about a team like that? 
Yeah, and they, yeah, that always, them and, uh, and Dayton both, and Reese, I think Dayton a lot of, but Texas A&M especially, but what hurt Texas A&M, they had an eight-game losing streak in conference that right. started with Kentucky because they set the world on fire at the beginning. They they had a spot in them. If they had won at least two or three of those games in that eight-game losing streak, I think we'd be talking about them being in and a seventh team out of, uh, out of the SEC and, you know, I mean, Buzz Williams, their head coach, who came from Marquette, but yeah, very now, good. But, I would love to be able to give you some information on the women's tournament, and I can only tell you, Iowa, Iowa got a two seed, Iowa State a three seed, and if they went out, they'll meet in the Sweet Sixteen. I was listening to ESPN on Sunday night. I have no idea who the lady was doing that show, but to put it very nicely, it may have been beautiful graphics and everything. But her, her but, telling us who the teams were was putrid. Yeah, and Texas, Texas is a two-seed. I know that. And they, they have a chance to possibly play Tim Mulkey in Spokane, <laughs> Washington, if they get that far. So Texas gets to play Tim Mulkey if they both advance. But And, uh, and another thing, um, not all. I think you're going to get some regional games, but I think you're going to also get a lot of the games, some on ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, and I think maybe Saturday and Sunday, a, a couple on ABC. Yeah, some on ABC. Yeah, some on ABC so, for the women. And, and then with, yeah, the the NIT, you know, with the NIT, let's give you a, the two of the games to look forward to, I think. Oklahoma and Missouri State, I think that game is tonight. Yes. Uh, that game should be good. And tomorrow night, uh, for those of us Northern Iowa fans, Northern Iowa, St. Louis, though, that should be a fantastic game. I mean, you know, those are two teams that easily, if Northern Iowa could have played Loyola again, well, they would have been in the NCAA possibly. And um, St. Louis was yeah. a pretty good team out of the A-10. They were. They, should, they were right there with be, Dayton and the teams that didn't make it. Yeah. yeah. So that mm-hmm. should be, yeah. it's in St. Louis, and that should be a good game tomorrow night at 7 o'clock on ESPN Central Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you want to stay up late, St. Bonaventure, Colorado could be an interesting game, and Oregon-Utah State. Which Oregon Utah State's a nine o'clock game, I believe tonight. Uh, uh, those two, and so those are some other interesting ones to look at. Right. So I guess the breakdown, uh, Sean. Uh, I guess the Big Ten got nine teams. Big Twelve, the SEC, and the Big East each got six. ACC got five, and then the Mountain West got four, and then uh, the Pac-12 and the Western West Coast got three, and then AAC and A10 each got two, and then otherwise it was one. One team at a time. Yeah, for any, for, any that's pretty conference. much the breakdown. And Boise State got their very first ever Mountain West uh, Conference <laughs> uh, tur- championship, and mm-hmm. Tennessee got their very first SEC championship since 1979, the first year that they brought the SEC tournament back. So, and if you want to, so, I mean, if you want to take uh, the, if you want to take the thing in total, I think the best tournament, and, and I'm not saying you know with with all, but from the quarterfinals through the finals. Had to be the Mountain West. I don't think any game from the quarters, the semis, or the finals was a ten-point no. spread in that tournament. No, that was they they battled, and Wyoming snuck sneaking their way into the you know that got Wyoming into this playing game. Now I'm surprised that Rutgers got in. That's the one really surprised me. Indiana played their way in by beating Illinois in the conference in the I conference tournament. I think the reason Rutgers got in, Sean, is they had a they really focused on the quad one wins, and Rutgers has a bunch of them. And yeah, th- they will tell you, okay, on Friday afternoon they play at Iowa, very tough. Yeah. Is yeah. what they'll tell you. 
Yeah, yeah, that's but the the yeah the, uh, the little section that Perry and I are going to be watching closely on Thursday in Buffalo. You've got those Jackrabbits that uh, Sean was talking about playing Providence, and that'll be tough for them because you're going to be a lot of Providence yeah. fans. Not hard to get from Buffalo, you know, to Buffalo. And then the other uh, half of that little uh, pod is uh, Richmond and Iowa. So we could on Saturday at some point have an Iowa uh, Providence game, and that'd be pretty good. Providence beat uh, Wisconsin early in the year, and of course had a lot of top wins. They, the team they couldn't beat in the Big East, well, they uh, they uh, Creighton got them in the semifinals of the tournament, but they lost twice to Villanova. I think that's the only team that they lost to in the Big East. So. The, and, um, you know, to be yeah. fair, Chris, I hadn't seen Providence a lot this year. I hope for their sake that they play a little better than they did against Creighton because that was. Yeah. No, they did not play well against Creighton. They now uh, against, uh, you know, Butler, they did what they often do, which is, uh, you know, come from behind and, and get it done. You know, that's yep. what they did against Butler. Yep. But, you know, they're, they are a team with a lot of older players. And, and uh, Ed Cooley is a very good coach. So don't tell Providence is. short. Yep. If they get behind against a team like South Dakota State, though, I've seen them play a couple times. They've been on TV. If they get behind against South Dakota State, they could be in trouble. They could. Now, Iowa, Richmond in that one, I think, you know, I mean, if I mean, Richmond. Richmond looked Richmond good. Was, I got to tell you, they look good on Sunday. Yep. Yes, they did. And, you know, we got Texas, Virginia Tech. Uh, that one's kind of, you know, Virginia Tech's been on a roll. Texas has been kind of eh, up and down. I don't you know, know that that's one. But another then, one. That's another team, though, Chris, that as I understand it, if Virginia Tech did not beat Duke, they were not in. Oh, no. They weren't going to go. No, they were. Yeah, they were not in. Them and Richmond, from what I understand, neither one were in if they didn't. Well, Richmond obviously got in. Uh, they both got in by winning their conference tournaments, the yeah. automatic qualifier, but they were not going to be in as, as that large team. So neither no, one I don't were. think they were. I don't think they were. They were in the next. Because remember, we kind of ran it down last week with the five that we thought. I was surprised Wake Forest didn't get in. They had quite a good record, but uh, they yeah, you know, but, haven't heard much about that. Uh, See, and I, I guess what I, I didn't what I didn't know, and it's these that Ken Palm rating and your quad one wins, and I think that's another thing that would have hurt Northern Iowa had they done well for seeding. Is they pl- they play a murderous row schedule every year. But if you don't win those games, it hurts yeah. you to play that schedule. Now, the other the question I have then, because I had to go right to the Kevin Garnett ceremony, which they nicely at least started about a second after the selection show announcement got over. So that worked. But uh, so I didn't hear the committee, you know, how you usually hear the committee chairman. Was really it all about um, who got in and who was out? Or is it more about where they put people and, and uh, you know, who had an easier draw and so-and-so has to come from there here? Were, and there. there were a couple of, uh, you know, with A&M was one that didn't get in that got some questions. But I think more of it was where they put people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I they, think get, they basically of it as, put Wisconsin in a lot of ways. They put Wisconsin for a home game and Wisconsin did didn't even win in the quarterfinals of their tournament. Right. But they were the top seed for the year. So, you know, uh, weren't they Weren't they the, the one seed? They were. They, into they, the well, tournament? no, Illinois was the one seed. Oh, Illinois was the Illinois two was then, maybe. Okay. But, yeah, sometimes uh, you you get something that, that you don't really expect. And I don't know about Duke. I think they might be too young. They just didn't look too good this weekend. You know, we talked about them, but no. they, uh-uh. I don't know. They certainly so. didn't look good on Saturday night. They did not. No, they didn't. <laughs> not at all. Nope. And really, in the whole tournament, Syracuse almost beat Duke. They did. They did. Yep. They and, and so. they did it without Buddy Beheim, who was suspended for punching a kid yeah. in the chest. Yeah. And uh, of course, you have his father, Jim Beheim. Now, Buddy Beheim stepped up and he took responsibility. He said, "I did something wrong," and this and this. Then you have the old man. It was a mistake. It was an inadvertent. It's like 
Um, so who's right? Is it, you know, did he do something, you know, wrong or was it a mistake? Oh, he did something what? wrong. <laughs> no, he did something Whatever, wrong. Jim, yeah, yeah. Jim, did, Jim did run over somebody one time, too. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So anyway, so any more? Okay, so we have a few more college basketball news before, and notes. Chris, Bruce before Weber. you do that, let's, just for those who have devices, you can either use your Westwood One sports skill, which has been a... You know, a piece of you know what the last weekend it wasn't yes. working well, but the March Madness skill should also be working, and I hope somebody at Westwood One got that skill fixed. You know, one of yeah, the things because the and, Big East final had a tone on it. Oh, really? Okay. See, I yeah, I, I, had a, don't, no, I didn't listen. To that. That's right. I listened to Villanova itself, so I didn't listen to that. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I found it through. Uh, I found it through the TuneIn Live. I found uh, Villanova and Creighton through both those. Yeah. So, and Bruce Weber uh, is out at Kansas State. He resigned, and also the Georgia he resigned, coach. Get, he resigned, but he was going to be fired. Yeah, yeah. And also, the Georgia fired. coach was fired. I don't know his name, but Tom he was Freed. fired. Okay. Freed, and now yeah. Mike White. Talked. And now Mike White, the Florida coach, is the Georgia coach. Oh well, yes. then there you go. That was easy enough. And uh, you know that was so done during the uh, cocktail party. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. And uh, let's see, I'm looking to see if we have any more uh, notes in this uh, section. And um, no, I think that's all I have for uh, college basketball. And I really didn't look at the brackets enough to, to pick a final four. There's so much else been going on. Didn't even think about it. But, uh, you know, we're going to have a good tournament anyway. I'm sure of that. So, you know, And I think fun. everybody's looking forward to this because, and boy, you hope the games are really good with fans back and the yeah. tournament is back to normal. Yeah. Um, you hope everything is really good this weekend. The, the, okay. The, the, the betting is already, it's already going real well from what I understand. The betting. Yeah, I read, an, I read an article saying that $3.1 billion will be bet on the yep. NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Wonder if Mad uh, or the wonder if um, what's the guy in Houston, Sean? Uh, Mad Max. Oh, Mattress Mac. I don't know. Wonder if, if he'll. Wonder if he'll I'm, sure he's put, I'm sure he's putting something down. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is. Okay, well, I guess it's time to move to baseball now. This was a. Uh, I have never gotten as much good news getting on the phone call as I ever did the other night. Got on before the All Things Radio uh, thing. I'd listened to the uh, the Providence basketball game and the BC basketball game, and then I was catching up in Ukraine. And I, you know, baseball was so disappointing the last couple of days that I was like, I didn't even think they were talking. I didn't even know they were talking. And I get on the phone, and Perry and the guys tell me that uh, it was settled and that it had been settled about three thirty Eastern time on Thursday. I'm like, whoa, that is cool. And so, uh, you know, so that that's good. So uh, you have to, and it worked it out, 99... Chris, that I was able to hear the settlement right after the Iowa game ended. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Another double double dip there. You got the Iowa victory. So then, <clears throat> and so it was a 99-day lockout, but no, uh, no, game, no games were damaged in this lockout. You know, they're oh. going to play all the games. So what they're going to do is they're going to extend the season about three days, and they're going to play games that way, and they're also going to play some doubleheaders when teams – are nearby or, or come in, uh, you know, because some of them were divisional games like the Red Sox had that. So there'll be some doubleheaders. Yeah, because uh, mo- because most teams either lost probably anywhere from five to seven games. Right, yep. So it won't be hard to make up. When you consider what they had to do with uh, last year to finish the season with all the COVID games and everything else they had to do, uh, this is uh, child's play. Now, they won't be seven-inning doubleheaders, but we are getting word, and, and we were uh, thinking that there would be no ghost runner. I'm not runner, happy about uh, that. And, and now, now, here comes the ghost runner again. Now, the question what I have he- is, what I'm hearing is they're claiming the ghost runner is for health and safety protocols, but it may only start in the 12th inning 
But at the same time that they're claiming health and safety, I'm hearing they don't want marathon games. Yeah, yeah. The I don't mind I, the rule, as I said. I've said that. I don't mind it, you know. I guess I don't, I guess I don't hate, I don't hate it, hate it, but I would prefer that it go like the 12th or 13th. Let us, let them play a couple extra yeah. innings and then do it. Yeah. If you're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Uh, now, would it be, if it comes, would it be in the postseason too? No. I hope not. No. No. Good. Not. Good. Now, so the, uh, the, ahead, articles I, the, the articles I've read, all the managers say they liked it, so they're the ones that really mm-hmm. want the ghost runner to come back because they don't want to go through their bullpens. Because remember, one of the things in the agreement this year is you can't send players up and down, up and down, up and down in the minor leagues. You can only do it a limited time now. Well, yep. you, so, can't, you yeah. can if if they can clear waivers. But after yeah. five times, they have to clear waivers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. So I guess they'll decide on the international draft uh, before July 25th, and if there's no procedure is established, we will go back to the qualifying offers that they already have. Bases are 18 inches uh, square now instead of 15, and I guess that not home plate. They're not changing home plate any. Nope. But that's 23. That starts next oh, year. Oh, for the bases. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. That's next year. That's right, because you have to manage, let's see, three bases per park. Yeah, oh, boy. That's got to <laughs> take a lot of work. And the supposed pitch clock wouldn't be until next year. Right, right. Okay. Which then, I uh, would say with the pitch clock, Chris, if, if the pitch mm-hmm. clock, if they're going to bring it in, they want it to be 14 seconds. I would uh, I would say use bad. it. I would say go 20 seconds like it is in the minor leagues. Yeah, yeah. No, 20 seconds. And, you know, and I would, uh, you know, if, if, because I think, and I guess there was some comment and I didn't hear it, but they were talking about it. And of course it was, uh, oh, uh, you know, one of these deals where I'm not going to do it. It doesn't matter. I don't care whether they, oh, he was here too. Is this stupid pitcher that uh, I can't think of his name now. And I want to say the wrong name and it's not right. Uh, Price. Oh, of course, our friend oh, Price, David, yeah. Yeah, David right. our buddy, who you know didn't like Eck and all that, and yeah. uh, you know he's a jerk. But anyway, yeah. and I always knew he was a jerk, even when he was winning game, when helped win the sixteen, the eighteen championship. But he says, "Well, I'm not going to do it." I think it was his direct comment. That's, oh, you know, if I'm going to pitch slow, I'm going to pitch slow. Now, what they're going to do instead, if they, if they want to think and they want to throw to first base and then throw to first base. And then throw to first base again. That's what they're going to keep doing because some of them just don't want to pitch to who's ever up there and have to just get their mind. So they'll be throwing to first base even if the slowest runner in the league is there, you know? Okay, but you can't do anything about that. Um, okay, so so that that uh, making the bases la- la- larger should help for injuries, they tell us. Uh, okay, so and I already explained about the thing about the end of the, you know, going to the end of the season and having doubleheaders. Uh, there'll be the universal DH, 12-team playoffs. Now, are we saying that these series, because we were talking last week and we weren't sure how these, do we know that the series, the you know, the three is the worst division winner and then four or five or two playoffs, two wildcard teams and six? Are we saying that all of them will be one site series or they're going to move the series around now? No, I think it's all at one site is what I believe so, I heard. That is kind of weird for the wildcard thing to be like that you can't even go – you know, because I, I think the division, I could see it for the division because you won a division right. and that's a bitter deal. But at the wild but there cards, are no go, there forth. are no ghost winners. You know, we had heard that, no, no, that I, Max I Scherzer wanted to do that. Well, they didn't get that. Right. 
No. But, I mean, as far as – I think if you're a division winner, I could see hosting the whole thing. Right. I think that the playoffs, that should be – because that should be an extra thing. But I, I, I don't see that the – Fourth play, fourth team, the first playoff team should have that much of an advantage over the second playoff team. But uh, you know, the, I, well, they got to do it for one. They got to do it for both. That's no, they, they don't. can't just have one being. Oh, one's a division gotta, winner. You know, if no, you win the division, make two playoff series the same. They got to make it. No, they don't. You know. Not at all. I uh, know they, they, they won't. They won't. They won't do that, Sean. If you win your division, you get all the privileges. If you just qualify right. as a wild card, they're going to punish you for that. But but and, yeah, but I'm saying, no, Robert, I'm, I'm saying they're not. I mean, they should yeah. be. I'm yeah. saying if, if, one, if, if what if the four seed gets the home t- thing just like the, the he doesn't uh, the, that doesn't benefit him any differently. Uh, well, than eventually, the division what they're going to work what they're going to work for. Remember, once they get Tampa Bay and Oakland settled, uh-huh. they want to expand to 32 teams. and It'll be four divisions. Yeah. So you're two divisions. So when that happens, it'll be well, it'll be eight divisions. Division, eight, eight, yeah, there'll be eight yeah. divisions. It'll be eight divisions, four teams in each division. And right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're four divisions yeah. in each league. You're yeah. two division. By then, your two division winners will be the home teams against the right. two wild cards. Yeah. So they're putting that in because they know they're going to expand in the next three years, probably. Right. So, okay. Well, we'll see what happens. But I, I think they can move those series around. You know, for especially the wild card series. Okay, uh, so anyway, 12-team playoff. So exe- apparently the way it worked, the executive council voted 8 to nothing against it, and but the, then the team no, reps... Oh, yeah, it was 8 to nothing, that's right. Yeah, yeah the team reps voted for it. So, and all the owners... Yeah, yeah 20, uh, 26-4, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that gave it a 34-4 to 4 with the players, and then all the owners, all 30 owners did vote for it. Now, so right. Chris, I have heard since then that is not true. That all, okay. They claim it was unanimous from the owners, but one owner, and I, I don't know if there are more, there might be, Bill DeWitt of the Cardinals voted against it. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Now, I don't know if there were others. There could have been, but we know it got 23. Okay. Well, anyway, it got enough, and that's the important thing, and it lasts for five years, so we don't have to go through this again. And for the amount of time, and what people are kind of saying, aren't they, Perry, is that to take 99 days to do this, they didn't get much done. You know, that they could have done all this in a lot shorter time. Oh, no kidding. Very much so. So the 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 minimum went up. The problem that you had, and I think we all know it, but for what people just need to understand, the players, negotiators, and the owners, negotiators, they didn't like one another. And I no. think that's why that's why this was so tough. And agents were getting their nose in it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Scott Burroughs. Thank you. Yeah, Scott Burroughs yeah. had five out of the eight players in yep. them negotiating. Yeah. 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 So the minimum uh, salary went up to 775000 from 500000 And the CBT, they used to call it the luxury tax, but that's uh, can't call it that anymore. The competitive balance tax, even if you take the money and don't use it, is up to $230 million. And uh, so apparently, uh, Steve Cohen says he doesn't care what it is. He's spending what he wants to share. That's, so that's correct. What, that's, that's, what he, that's what he said. Okay. And, and as Robert you know, said, a little to st- little to Steve Cohen know, just because you spend that much money, that's right. That does not guarantee you to win the World Series. That <laughs> that is correct. Nope. But what what I think is funny about the whole thing is the Yankees in the past have been able to dominate New York by spending as much money as they, as you know they're used to spending, and now. I don't know if the Steinbrenners know how to act that somebody in New York is competing with them and actually spending his money, the money like they used to do. And yep. I think that's one of the reasons why the Yankees really haven't done much. 
Well, the Yankees, the Yankee fans are not happy. And, uh, you know, they're, they're really, it doesn't mean they won't go. I mean, they're kind of like slow to, to change. You know, they're so used to going there. But then Met fans, that were, you know, it does, you need to win to get the Met fans there as opposed to the Yankee fans. But right. uh, I don't know what's going to happen now because if this keeps up for two or three years and the Mets are doing better, they're not going to become Met fans. They're just going to stay home and, you know, that'll be it. Yeah. Uh, so a player, as we said, can only be optioned uh, five times in a year. We had uh, Tanner Houck uh, going back and forth. I don't know how many times, Rick, about 15 times. Or something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. 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 Uh, so they tell us, as we said, 2023, everybody we will play everybody. And we don't know what the formula will be for that. And there's a lot of thoughts about how that's going to affect uh, the co- the teams on the coast having spent so much time in the West or so much time in the East and, you know, how you'll do that. But then how, how you're going to preserve the, the uh, natural rivalries that have developed, you know, Mets, Yankees, Cubs, well, and White Sox and all that stuff. I yeah. have, all right, let me give you my theory. I, I did a little math on this. Here we go. All right. You have 15 teams in each league, so you're going to have 14 teams. You're going to play them one series a year. That's three times 14 is 42. Then your designated rival, you can play them in a four-game series at your place one year and a four-game the next year at theirs, or do two two-game series. That's 46 games. You play the teams in your other two divisions in your league home and home. That's 60 games because that's 10 times 6. And then the teams in your division... 14 games apiece, because uh, 60, 60 and 46 is 106, so you have 56 left over. 14 times 4 is 56. Or you, you do this other one, you have your, uh, your, your you do a three games, you do two three game series against your designated rival, which is 48, then you do 60 games, like I said, against the other two divisions in your league, and then that leaves 54 games, so you'd have Two teams in your division that you'd play 14 times in a year and then two 13. So the 46, 60, and... I think no, they'd like to play all the divisions the same number of games, you know, within the so. division 14. And, and remember, all, the, all that yeah. math is going to change because probably not too far down the road you're going to add two more teams. Yeah. And, right. And when they do that, I got the math figured out. I figured out that logic. They'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. but, let, me, let me ask you one question, guys. Yeah. Uh, okay. I hate I, I hate to bring up something that's going to get the players upset again because I know they have incentives. But <laughs> since since we have the uh, designated hitter in the National League now, that all the rules are the same in both leagues, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. So shouldn't we have only one MVP and one Cy Young? I mean, in the NFL, you don't, have a, you don't have an MVP mm-hmm. for the National Conference and American Conference. I, I agree. Yeah, I yep. don't agree. I think I think we should have the two leagues because we've had the two. You know, the the. I, I understand what you're saying. It's a little. It makes it closer than it ever was before, and we're going to be playing everybody. But you're still going to be playing in the American League a lot more than the National League. Uh, it's yeah, not, the national, you know, your national conference football teams still play their national conference teams more right. than the American yeah. Conference. Yeah, yeah they no, do. Rick, you're, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're all right. I agree. With you. It should be yeah. one MVP, one Cy Young, yeah. one manager, one, one rookie, yeah. one, one manager, one rookie, yeah. one and one MVP. You know, the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. They don't have a National League president and American League president anymore, so... Nope. Nope, they don't. Nope. Good maybe job, right? Maybe they'll change that one of these days. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, they'll, we got... Well, Chris got shut down by the whole crew. You <laughs> thought, that's why I've been Chris in a while. <laughs> Chris, I think, you, I think, Chris, you got muted. I don't know how... 
Yeah. It wasn't that bad. You don't, don't kill yourself. <laughs> 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 anyway, wow. any, anyway, though, yeah, that is um, certainly a good question. And yeah. Okay, there, there you go. Okay. I thought I heard I was unmuted, but it was so noisy I couldn't tell whether it what, what really said what it said there. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, all right. St. Louis signed uh, pitcher uh, Drew... Uh, Verhagen, Verhagen from Verhagen. Detroit for, yep. uh, for two uh, two years, five point five. The Cubs, uh, David Ross, through two thousand twenty four with a club option through two thousand twenty five for the manager. What do you think of that, Perry? Is that a good thing? Yeah, because I don't think you can blame him for any of the stuff that's going on now. No. That's that's clearly Tom Ricketts in the front office. And when, when he was here, everybody thought he was a really good guy. Uh, so the Giants signed Carlos Rodan two years for forty-four million. Yep. Uh, Clay, Clayton Kershaw is going to stay with the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Andrelton uh, Simmons signed with the Cubs as a, a shortstop, one year for four million. Yep. Uh, and then <laughs> I wrote down because it came out in the messages earlier in the week that the Ghost Runner was gone. Well, uh, the Ghost Runner is coming back. So <laughs> that's, that's right. Or at least, possi- or at least possibly. Too, you know? At least possibly is coming back. That's yeah. right. Okay, let's see. What else we got? Minnesota uh, getting from Texas, Isaiah Tyner Falesa, and then and the shortstop in Texas. I'm with getting... Eric Nadell. Just call him Izzy. Yeah. Izzy, yeah. Izzy yeah. is going. Well, and, uh, and he, and he Texas didn't Texas is getting he... um, uh, Mitch Gar- Garber, a catcher. Yeah, right. And uh, Izzy but, okay, did not stay on, in Texas. I'm, sure he's, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking he's All getting right. to that. Yeah, we're getting okay. there. Yeah. Right. Then you say uh, – uh, Kakuchi, I guess it is, signed yeah. with Toronto from Seattle, three, mil, mm-hmm. three for 36. Then we have uh, Robinson Torinos, one year with Baltimore. He's a catcher. And okay. then uh, Jose Iglesias went to Colorado as a shortstop. He really helped the Red Sox out at the end of the year defensively because that middle of the infield was terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then here's the one you don't like, uh, uh, Robert. Chris Bassett got traded to the Mets for no. three pr- prospects. Good, a good guy going to a good team, uh, and he'll be rewarded uh, just like uh, somebody else that just left the A's. Um, right, which we'll, we'll get, get to in a minute. minute. Yeah. We'll get to in a minute. Now, the thing, uh, too, the, supposedly one of the prospects is their second best prospect in their system, one of the pitchers. It's like the second yeah. best either prospect or pitching prospect. So Yeah, well, as they, John used to call them, they're suspect yeah. until they prove themselves. You got so. that right. Yeah. So, uh, so Minnesota traded for Gary Sanchez and infielder uh, Gio Urshela, and then the uh, Yankees were getting uh, Ben. Uh, what is it? Work uh, bed. Work bed. And uh, Josh Donaldson. So they're both taking contracts and, off and, each other's and, hands. And Connor Falefa. And Connor Falefa. Yeah. 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 That's right. And then uh, let's see. And and uh, the Yankees are paying all of Donaldson's money. Nelson Cruz signed with Washington for a year uh, for the Nationals. With a club uh, option for a, a second and year. And a club option for the second year, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so here's Greg Olson. Here's the Greg Olson story. Uh, Robert, Matt, Olson. Just tell it. Matt Olson. Matt Olson, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, he uh, he got traded to the Braves, and uh, he's from Atlanta, and they they today they signed him to an eight-year $168 million contract extension. Otherwise, it would have had to go through arbitration. And with the year he had last year, hitting 39 home runs, driving in 111 runs, uh, he would have uh, won his arbitration case and been rewarded handsomely. So it works out good for him. He gets to go home. And 
I know Braves fans are going to be upset that Freddie Freeman is no longer there, but uh, you're getting a player almost the carbon copy of Freddie Freeman. And so well, nationally, he, you know. And the interesting thing there, Robert, with Freddie Freeman is what the Braves were pro- – I'm guessing what happened is Billy Bean told the Braves, okay, I got – you know, this kind of an offer from the Yankees or from from whoever, if right. you don't take it now, I'm going to go take that offer. And I'm guessing that the Braves didn't want to get just shut out in the cold, so they took it. Right, right. And, and uh, because no, Fre- uh, because Freddie Freeman is still listening to offers. Yes. And okay. uh, <clears throat> one thing you have to remember between the two, there's five. There's a five-year age difference. So the Braves are going to get Matt Olson for a lot longer than they would have had Freddie Freeman. Right. So, <clears throat> right, and that's actually good money. You know, twenty-one uh, per year. That's good money now for somebody as good well, as and uh, he may be. And what it is, it's yeah. fifteen this year, and then it's twenty-two every year through twenty thirty. That's right. correct. So that's that's very good. And uh, so apparently they got a uh, top prospect, Christian. Christian uh, Pache. Pache, I think his name is Pache. Yeah, Pache. Uh, so uh, that's one of the uh, Braves' top prospects. So that's you know they didn't just get nothing. So right. Uh, Cincinnati was. Uh, did he actually get traded now? Jesse Winker yes. to Seattle. Yes. Jesse okay. Winker and Eugenio Suarez. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's right. So the so Cincinnati. So it looks like you've got two teams in your division who are. Uh, on on the selling uh, mode there, uh, so that makes it a lot easier for the you guys and the Brewers and the uh, Cardinals. Cardinal. Yep. yep. And Sonny okay. Gray went on Sunday. And Sonny Gray to the Twins. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. The uh, MLB audio. Uh, I guess the price is what going to be nineteen ninety nine per year, right. plus uh, whatever so state tax you get. I mean, it, it depends upon yep. the state, but. Um, it's probably mm-hmm. you're probably going to pay somewhere between twenty and twenty one dollars would be my right. guess. Yep, and that's just a one time hit. They just do it, it you is. know, this time of year, and that'll be it. So the pay, uh, the Red Sox picked up somebody, Jake Diekman, and uh, and I guess they've got another guy too from the uh, A's, Matt Strom. Uh, and Matt they... Strom. Matt Strom came from the Padres. Oh, one okay. year, one year, three million, and Diekman, I believe, is. Uh, a two-year deal, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. but they ha- they have to wait for Chain Bloom to clear Heim a Bloom. yeah, or Ch- Bloom to, to clear a forty-man uh, roster spot. Both yeah. of those guys are waiting to sign their deals. So right, you know. so they they'll he'll get that done. And the thing is, apparently, they're saying Diekman could be the closer. Uh, yeah, well, Jake uh, has got a lot of closing experience, especially in his days in Kansas City. So okay. And I don't know whether they had uh, Matt Barnes went off somewhere else. You know, there's too many players to follow. I don't even know. Yeah. But, and I'm sure so there made... were some of these deals. I'm sure we haven't gotten every single one of them. No. And we, one more was Andrew McCutcheon signed uh, with Milwaukee. Yes. Now he's he's kind of come and, down uh, the last few years, hasn't he? And the, and the Cubs today signed pitcher uh, Chris Martin to a one-year deal. Okay. Uh-huh. So, and, uh, so, Perry, is it McCutcheon deal just a one-year deal? Or it is, is, yes. is there a mo- yep, okay. it's a one-year deal. All right. All right. Okay. And is McCutcheon kind of his uh, kind of slowed? You know, he's not as good as he was before, right? Not quite, but he's still good. Yeah, okay. yeah but the past right, three so. years he's been down. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I so, so, Bill, okay. so, Bill, what is your we, – we've heard Robert's take on the A's. Yeah. Give us your take on the Reds. Well, you know they're in mm-hmm. – and. All hands on deck. They are selling. They said, "Well, we're not. We're just retooling 
we're going to sign free agents. That's why you're dumping salary. So, no, um, <laughs> it's not going to happen. From, no. now, Bill, from what uh, Pat Hughes was saying last year, um, the Reds, it, it's, from what he was saying, really wanted to get rid of the 30-some million a year they owe Eugenio Suarez because he's really gone backwards. Yeah, and that and Joey Votto is even thinking about retiring. And I they owe him, him. I don't blame him, but they pay him $25 million a year. So he hasn't a big reason to to put up with that. So, yeah, one, Bill, more, one more baseball note, though. Uh, I heard an interview with Chip Carey of the Braves television team yesterday. And he said from what he has heard, and he said, I've talked to most of my colleagues around the league he said, I have not heard that any of us will not be traveling this year. Good. Well, I Good. hope that's the case. Um, if, you know, well, if, that, if, that's the, if that's the case, Chris, Pat Hughes will be smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, now, you know, I uh, think part of it, too, with all these people, and it, it, it could be, and we had, and I didn't write it all down, it came in kind of late, and I didn't get it, all the Dodgers, they're adding, you know, we're going to have a bunch of people, like Rick was talking about, in, in the Nesson booth coming and going. I wonder if that's part of it where... People have started to complain about, you know, in the old days you'd have one one car man, one announcer, and they'd have to be gone for 81 days a year, you know, to the, on the road. I think getting in, you've, you've got four or five, three or four announcers sometimes, and four or five analysts, and they come and they go, and they go on this trip, and we, you know, and I'm wondering if that is why, that's how the compromise has been reached, at least with the TV booth, with having this one and that one coming and going, because a lot of teams have been doing it. Well, part of the problem is the Cubs and the Dodgers kind of have a similar issue. I think Joe Davis of the Dodgers does some things for Fox right. from baseball and with the Joe Buck uh, going to ESPN, which we reported last week, um, yeah. he may be doing more for Fox. And, of course, the Cubs have the problem that John uh, Shambi does things for ESP, or, yeah, ESPN. And yeah. now I know I saw a tweet from Marquis today. They're going to televise 17 spring training games, and uh, Shambi will do a few of them, but get ready. It'll be Pat Hughes, good, and Beth Mullins, bad. Oh, my mm. God. Um, one other question on baseball, Bill. And now, I know Joey Votto signed a very long contract. How many more years is left on that deal? Do you have any idea? I'd say about three or four. So... It was really one of those lifetime contracts and kind of groundbreaking at the time. I'm having trouble with this microphone, so are you guys hearing buzzing? You're good. Yep, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're, you're, good. you're good. You're good. Okay, good. Uh, so, no, but anyway, but it's going to... Broadcasting is going to remain the same for Bradley, uh, Sadak, and those guys. Larkin, it's pretty much going to... Stay the same, Jim Day. Yeah, I don't. Well, John Sadak invited Avery Johnson to come to Cincinnati for a game in April last yeah. Friday during the Conference <laughs> USA tournament. To which Avery says, "No, thank you." He said, "I don't go to cold places in April." <laughs> and actually, seventy degrees there today. One, so. one other thing that I think I heard in the new baseball agreement, and it's a minor thing, and it means nothing to us, but I believe they're going to start allowing the players to wear. Um, Product advertisement, Pat yes, they are. The uniform, that is yeah, right. on, on, on the right. jersey. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any more baseball? Nope. 
I think right, that's on. it. Do we have any calls? Oh, yes, we do. Let's get, Yes, uh, we do. I think see. we got uh, Jamal. We do. Okay. Jamal, go ahead and hit your mut- uh, button, Jamal, and we would be able to hear you. Hello. Hey, hey Jamal. How y'all doing? I still don't like that universal. I still don't like that universal DH, Jamal, but it's here, right? Uh, thank goodness it's here. Thank goodness for the universal DH. It should have happened years ago. Mm-hmm. But better late than never. I think they should have gotten it out that, of the uh, Jamal. They should have gotten it out of the other league. <laughs> yeah, well, Jamal, well, Jamal, you know yeah. what though, Jamal? You and I have fun with this all the time. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamal. I love the DH. A couple of things I want to talk about: baseball, college basketball, and the unretirement of Tom Brady. Okay, okay. And then, why don't you save that for last? Because that'll lead us right into the uh, NFL. Okay, first of all, uh, baseball. I mean, I'm happy that baseball is going to be back. Although I have mixed feelings about the White Sox losing Carlos Rodon in free agency. He was a good pitcher, but then again, he got hurt. Rick Hahn said today, Jamal, that um, he is he's keeping an eye on things, and if he can get the right deal, he will still sign another pitcher. All right, and and also, you know, with the Cubs at a National League Central, I don't know if the Cubs are having a fire sale or what they're doing. I'm kind of confused as a casual observer. I know the Reds seem like they have a fire sale. <laughs> Clearly, the pirate, and, and the pirates always have a fire sale. Exactly, exactly. What else to do with the pirates? So I but think the Cubs, Jamal. Will, I think the Cubs will come in third. Okay. Yeah, they don't have a they don't have a twenty game losing streak like they did last year. Let's hope not. Yeah, let's, I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be that bad. But um, I didn't report on it because I don't have all the information. But. They already have two injuries today. Ian Happ is going to miss a couple of months, and um, <laughs> Edward Alzale is going to miss a couple of months. Oh my! Well, these people got hurt today, or they just uh, reported and well, they found these out they're injured. These are in, Ian Happ said he's been dealing with this injury for two years and just didn't mm-hmm. tell anybody. Uh-huh. And uh, of course, Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be out for what three months? At least three months. Jeez. Yeah. So. Well, what a way to start off the season. Yeah. Now to uh, so I'm excited about the White Sox. I hope they sign some players and fill some holes mm-hmm. and can get better. Now talking about college basketball, I'm excited about the tournament. I think it'll be interesting to see how far the two teams in the state of Illinois go. I can picture Illinois possibly going to the Sweet Six. No, they're not. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, that's right. No, they're not. They're not lined up. They didn't line them up against each other. Thank goodness, like that ridiculous nonsense that happened last year. But anyway, but nevertheless, I, I think at least one of the two Illinois teams could are capable of going to the Sweet Sixteen. You know, the Illini will go as far as Kofi Coburn and the guard play will take them, and Loyola will go as far as the seniors. Will take them as well. I think Jamal, the Big Ten has high hopes for its teams this year. They had nine. They better have to have half the what? Half the league. Yeah, they want to get nine into the league. final eight. Half the yeah. league. You got nine out of fourteen <laughs> in there. Yeah. Uh, right. So, so I hope they don't uh, buy them out like they did last year. Hopefully, at least somebody makes it to the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight from that conference. 
19s is a lot, but you know, hopefully, they, hopefully they. Uh, yeah, it's got to be a record. Hopefully, they, they, if somebody does well, and hopefully, one or two that does well is Illinois. Okay, you want to talk about, about Tom Brady? And how about right? Tom Brady? Yes, yeah. yeah, as for Tom Brady, you know, I was never in love with Tom Brady in New England, but in Tampa Bay, I find it interesting how he's come out of retirement. But then again, if you take a look at the NFC, I mean, what, what, it's almost a waste for another. If he didn't come out of the, if he didn't come out of retirement, that would be, NFC would be a waste for He would have had Matt Stafford and the Rams, maybe an underachieving Aaron Rodgers. And that's it. But at least now, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, who is really good, but the Cowboys can't get on the way to, to advance. And he got quite maybe Kyler Murray. So doing that landscape, I don't blame Brady for Trump for wanting to come back. Hell, you know, asking Tampa, you know, I wonder what I'm going to make Tampa. Darn near the favorite to win the NFC again if they could sign most of the players to stay healthy. You know, and I don't know how many the Rams. I don't know how many players the Rams are going to lose because they're going to be in sorry. They're going to have kind of a sorry cap mess. Well, we know they you lost know they, one today. We know they lost one today because Andrew Whitworth officially retired. Yeah, yep. right. And I heard reports that Bob Miller might might be looking to go back to Denver. I don't know how true it is. Uh, I heard today he might sign with the Dallas Cowboys. Jamal. Well, I mean, hey. So that would be another big loss for the Rams, for the uh, Rams. So you know, so yeah, I don't blame Brady for wanting to come back because it looks like the NFC might be right for the taking for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, potentially. When you, saw, when you saw the Aaron Rodgers thing, and then the Russell Wilson play out, and then then the Deshaun Watson settlement, it's like. Yeah, I think I can come on back. Wow, well, now, the one thing I'm saying about Deshaun Watson is the places he would like to go are Carolina and New Orleans. That's what they're saying. And, and, and now today, and now today Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta so has also the thrown in there. They're interested. They're talking. And because they could – because – which kind of leads us into the NFL because yeah, let's get Ryan, okay, before, we, before we get to the NFL. Let Dick has his hand up, so let's get to him first. So okay, uh, while we're on callers, so Dick, uh, yeah, what do you think about the uh, Tom Brady coming out of retirement? By the way, guys, there is serious trouble with the server, so we may not even be on the air. So one of you guys oh. might want to back me up on to see. Oh. But we've been down for about five or ten minutes. So show okay, I'm, I'm not near anything, so I can't check. Uh, but I we are doing a podcast, so we I'm can. Checking, I'm checking. I'm checking, guys. Go ahead. Hey, hey, I, was hey call you, I was going to tell you guys about that. Um, yeah, I was listening on the dot. I turned and I heard it for, for about oh maybe ten seconds, and it went off. Try it again. Hey, we are on the air. We okay. are on the air now. John says we're on the air now. So okay. Oh, good. Okay. Well, All right. Well, hopefully, it's not in and out for people. But if if, if you uh, are hearing us now and you have trouble missing parts of it, you Listen can always the get podcast. the podcast the different yeah. ways okay. that Sean mentioned. Go, uh, yep. to get go ahead, Dick. go ahead, Dick. Yeah, I'm glad Billy didn't get Trubisky. <laughs> I would not feel sorry for the Steelers. Yeah. Um, now you, I must have missed something. What happened with uh, Deshaun? Uh, is he going to? Okay, Deshaun he Watson was himself? not indicted on any of his. Uh, criminal complaints. Criminal charges. Now, he's still going to have to face any sexual uh, 
suits that people want to bring, you know, uh, you know uh, civil suits. And there, are twi- and there are 22 way. of them. There are 22 of them, yeah. but th- th- that, you know, people do that. And then the NFL needs, still needs to, con- con- you know, complete its investigation yep. because they haven't done that. So they may have been waiting. Maybe they're getting some information that they couldn't get until the trial was over or whatever, or the indictment and process they, was they over. They may have even looked at it like he served his time last year, but it may be a six game because remember, until the video came out, Ray Rice only had two games and then he... Yeah. You know, so, Calvin Ridley's yeah. going, thank you, everybody, man. Because all this stuff came out, I got pushed way back to the back yeah. corner. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's the deal. So, theoretically, you know, people deal with civil suits all the time. So, theoretically, with no indictment, he should be able to play football at some point this year. Yeah. Somewhere. And it won't be in Houston. New Orleans. Well, New Orleans is what I'm hearing is New Orleans. Yeah, but. it seems to be. Okay, so what were you saying about uh, Atlanta? Somebody was uh, just you, Sean? Yeah, th- today, no, today there oh, is, um, there's a rumor that uh, Atlanta might be interested in, and they would possibly consider trading Matt Ryan for him. Yeah, right. and, well, and the whole thing with Matt Ryan, they could even cut him after June 1st because he doesn't count as much against their salary cap on June 1st. So they could, they could get Watson get rid of Ryan, let him go, Wait, hold on to Ryan until June 1st, and then, then let him go, because there's something, I guess, whenever he signed, so the extent, and it counts less on June 1st, I don't know, the whole... Yeah, there's, have, there's people that, like that, yep. That whole division okay. is going after Deshaun Watson, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. and he, yeah. he's also talking to Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland's yep. the other one. Yeah. Oh, I, be, I, be, I believe Seattle is also involved. I thought yeah, I heard him say the, that he didn't want to go to Seattle. Okay. Yeah, he already. Yeah, he doesn't want to go and to Seattle. Pittsburgh was in trade. the mix until Pittsburgh was in the mix until yesterday. Uh, you know, there was a there was talk of the Raiders at one time, but they're kind of out. It's 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 the NFC South and Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. And if oh, he did go to Atlanta, I think you would see. I think you would see Matt Ryan heading for Bills Indies Indy Colts. Yeah. Oh, and no, uh, I think you would. As far as Pittsburgh, they signed Mitchell Trubisky yesterday, and they say that he's going to be their starter. So yeah, okay. We'll, we'll see what happens well, with that. Not, you know, you got to ask the question though. Ask the question on that one. I think about this. Okay, now Roethlisberger Hall of Famer, but in 2021, the 2021 version of Roethlisberger, is Trubisky any worse? I mean, is no, it worse? No, he may be. And the, the game or two he played last year when, when he was filling, he looked real good. I and mean, they're saying that Brian Dable from the Bills might have done him a world of good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm not so taking speak. away from Roethlisberger's career, but I'm looking at 2021 Roethlisberger. No, yeah. that's right. You know, and his so speaking of uh, the Colts, we were talking about Carson Wentz getting traded to Washington Suck. for some uh, draft tr- picks. Uh, and he gets uh, two, two threes. You know, and uh, swapping uh, twos in 2022. Yeah. And uh, David USF gave us the statistics, and this is amazing in this day's NFL, about the, the starting quarterbacks for the Colts. <sighs> 18, it was Andrew Luck. 19, it was uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett. 2020, it was Rivers. In 2021, it was Wentz, and now they're going to have a fifth one. That never happened. So, you know. Well, one of those third round, next, next year's out. third round pick can become a second round pick if he plays 75% of the snaps. Okay. Right. That and the Chargers uh, acquired uh, Khalil Mack from uh, the Bears for twenty million uh, for a uh, $20 million uh, uh, signing deal uh, this year. 
and uh, also got J.C. Jackson from the Patriots. So they're they're trying to you know the, the you know the, we're talking the AFC being so strong. The Chargers are trying to do something about the side of the ball that they've been struggling with. And that's right. Yeah. Uh, and Bill, hold on. Hold on, guys. Bill, go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. No, I wasn't going to say that. Just a quick note about the Colts. They just signed uh-huh. somebody from the Raiders, Robert. A let's, let me look at his name here, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon Parker. Brandon Faison? Never oh, heard of him. Oh, the defensive back. Well, uh, I hate to tell you, Bill, you're not getting very much there. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think so. <laughs> and and, yeah, and if you sign Brandon Parker, you wouldn't be getting very much either. He's, yeah, he's you a, know, though, uh, I will tell you this, though, when the Brady announcement came out, Chris Russo and Steve Torrey yes. were doing the Sunday selection show, uh, and uh, Mr. Russo went off at Brady. He <laughs> said, I don't have any problem if he wants to come back. He said, I know Tom needs attention and and all yeah. this other stuff, but he said, is he really that tone deaf that he couldn't wait and let these college kids have their one night a year? Yeah, why did he do yeah. it Saturday even, you know? I have no but, idea. But I, I, th- I think you would agree, Robert. Chris Russo is, is not a big fan of Tom. Oh, no, no, no. no. Well, Jets and, fans aren't. Um, and, so yeah. Joe Buck officially going to a ESPN for a Monday Night Football and whatever else. And, and apparently and, there's a trade involved. They've yeah. traded uh, college football games. One yeah. of them well, I don't know if that is. But that has not been confirmed. Yeah. Well, okay. Hold on. No. Go ahead, Rick. I, I had heard they got the Ohio State Notre Dame game. Yeah, okay, they did get that. Okay, that, and because yeah, that it, 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 it came out that some Super Bowls were traded around so that NBC could have a, a Super Bowl this year, yeah. so the, that they were going to have two out of the next three it was going to be Fox, then CBS, then Fox. So right. we're to get that trade back, and well, they were supposed to well, get no, the first was, one of the new contract. Part, yeah, that was not part of the Joe Buck deal. That was our no, no. Time. I just I didn't say it was. Yeah. Um, no, that that was but just cause, that was because of the Winter Olympics. Yeah, yeah. And Joe okay. Joe's giving up the chance of doing two of the next three. He has to wait another another wait a little bit till uh, twenty five. I believe you know he has to wait a little bit to do a Super Bowl. Now well, the ABC gets the last one in the rotation, and then uh, yeah, there's there's all kinds of movement going on. They're talking about like I said, Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson being the Fox crew now. What I'm wondering, though, this is going to mess. I wonder how this is going to affect, because, you know, you got the Manning cast, which yeah. a lot of people are tuning into, but, you know, Joe and Troy, a marquee broadcast team. Now, what I'm thinking is if it's a if it's a serious game, I think they're going to turn in to Joe and Troy, but then if it's kind of a blow-off, you may see, hey, I'm going to go to the Mannings for a while to see who they have on, and then, you know, I don't know how they're going to affect that. The Manning. You, know, you, know, you know what, though? It, personally, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll listen to Kevin and Kurt like I have been the past number of years. Is the NFL now going to give the Monday night schedule some better games with these? You would think they would. Yeah. Yeah. They already said that was part of this last deal because there's going to be three on ABC and there's going to be three double headers. Now, two of the, you're going to have the traditional Monday night double header, but then two of the double headers is going to be interesting. It's not going to be, you'll have a game start at like seven Eastern on ESPN, and then around at the normal time that they would start, you're going to have one start on ABC, so you're going to have an overlap. 
Well, yeah. two of the games. Or, yeah, this year. Okay. Yeah, so like at about yeah. halftime of the first game, the second yeah. game will start. Yeah, like right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Max Crosby for the Raiders uh, signed four years for forty nine for ninety nine million. That is correct. Uh, Very, yeah. and, and I'm glad they did that. He's because uh, the way he uh, uh, played last year, I have a feeling if they didn't upgrade his contract this year, uh, it would be major money next year if he had another good year. So okay, uh, Mara Cooper got traded from Dallas to Cleveland, and then Cleveland cut Jar- Jarvis Landry. So yep. maybe the Patriots can grab him. If I know he's been injured a little bit, but he's a good receiver. But anyway, they ended up uh, with the you know the Browns ended up with Cooper. Uh, let's see. Then we have uh, Kirk Cousins signed a uh, another extension with his con. So he'll be in Minnesota for two more years. You notice? Yep. You notice he buried that one right under the Tom Brady thing, so the Minnesota right. fans wouldn't get too upset. <laughs> and, it's, and, and, it's, and by the way, it's all guaranteed money. Yep. Yes. Okay, and then. Uh, we had uh, Michael uh, Gallup, five years for $62 million to stay with the Cowboys. Yep. And then uh, we had uh, Randy Gregory was signed with oh, Denver. This is so Jerry Jones. This yeah, go ahead. Jerry Jones. <laughs> he, I, it already came this morning when I got a, it came out. Uh, Ian Rappaport and others have already, and the Cowboys even said this, were keeping Randy Gregory a $70 million deal. But yeah, apparently they just, somebody didn't like something. And then all of a sudden, Denver, he, it came out, you know, he's this, basically the same contract that he agreed on with Cowboys with Denver. So Dallas had already said in their Twitter account, you know, we have we have Randy Gregory. What I heard and, was, he, and he wound up going to Denver. Yeah. Gregory yeah. didn't like some of the language in the contract with Dallas, and I'm assuming right. it has to do with, he's had some substance abuse, uh, substance abuse problems in the past. So yeah. I'm assuming Dallas had something there to try to recoup some of the salary if he had a problem, and he didn't like that. So for the same contract, yeah. he went to Denver. Yep. That's okay. such a Jerry move. <laughs> okay. And finally, uh, we have to, uh, death in, uh, to report on Johnny Greer, who was 74 years old, first black referee. Oh, wow. And uh, he was an official from the NFL first, from a field judge from 81 through 04. Uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, well, I'm sorry, became a referee in uh, 1988. So he was in a field judge from 81 to 88, then a referee from 88 through 04. Then he had to leave uh, football because of a leg injury. And, and he started, as I say, so he had 14 playoff games, including the uh, Super Bowl 22, his last uh, as a field judge. And uh, that was the one when Doug Williams won uh, won that game. And uh, then he did have the uh, AFC championship game at one point uh, with Buffalo and the uh, and the Chiefs in 1994, early in 94. So uh, so he, uh, you know, he was the first black NFL referee. So, any other NFL uh, news? Yeah, Rick, do you have any other NFL? Oh, I got tons. All right, I bet you do. Okay. (laughs) The Bengals signed a couple offensive linemen. We know they needed them from the playoffs. Uh, Alex Kappa from the Tampa Bay Bucks and um, Ted Karras from the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Um, Miami signed running back (laughs) Edmonds from uh, Arizona. Philadelphia uh, signed defensive end uh, Hassan Reddick from Carolina. Okay. Jacksonville offensive lineman Brandon Scherer from the uh, Washington team um, and wide receiver Kristen Kirk, who got a four-year contract for could be up to $84 million, which is crazy. Yeah. That good. Yeah. Well. Um, what else we got? We got um, the uh, Jaguars also signed wide receiver Zay Jones from the Raiders. Yeah. Um, Chicago signed defensive end um, Larry Ogunjobi from Cincinnati. Uh, Miami quarterback um, 
Teddy Bridgewater is going to be their backup this year. Yep. And they signed wide receiver Cedric Wilson from the Cowboys. Uh, let's see. The, we said about John, uh, J.C. Jackson for the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, Giants yeah, actually got a five-year deal for $82 million, isn't it, Rick? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Giants actually signed a couple offensive linemen. God knows they Good. did that. Uh, John Feliciano um, and Mark Lewinsky from, the, from Buffalo and from Indy. Uh, Jacksonville also signed. Jacksonville's been going crazy here. Jacksonville signed Evan Ingram, the tight end from the Giants. The Jets signed the tight end uh, Uzama from Cincinnati. Tampa Bay, who of course has no money under the cap, but somehow find, found a way to sign wide receiver Russell Gage, so Brady has another target. <laughs> um, we mentioned the Randy Gregory thing. Uh, Detroit signed wide receiver uh, DJ Chark. Baltimore. Uh, Defensive back Marcus Williams from New Orleans. And the Patriots made a trade with Cleveland, switched linebackers out. Winovich going to Cleveland and Mac Wilson coming back from the Browns. And that's okay. all I have here. Okay. Okay. That's good. Oh, I've got a rumor right. for you. Well, I've got one, one quick rumor. You know, you might okay. as well have a third shot at it. Jacoby Brissett's probably going to be cut by Miami since they. Signed a backup quarterback. Bridgewater. Yeah, Bridgewater. He can have his third shot in. He can go back to the Colts for the third time. Yeah. 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 (laughs) There you go. Oh, we come back here too. We we take all our old quarterbacks and run them through at least as backups and helpers. Besides Hoya, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Never know. (laughs) All right. Are we ready for the NBA? Yeah. In the East, we have Miami at forty-five and twenty-four. Then we have this. <clears throat> Crazy battle for second. Milwaukee forty three and twenty six. Philadelphia forty one and twenty six. Uh, Chicago forty one and twenty seven. And the Celtics forty one and twenty eight. So you got four teams within uh, about two games of each other there for second place. Cleveland a little slight drop back to thirty nine and twenty nine. But they've got to watch their backs in sixth place because Toronto is a thirty eight and thirty, and they're in seventh. The, so they're leading the play in, but they're right behind Cleveland. So they might uh, knock Cleveland into the play in. Brooklyn is now up to 35 and 33. They're starting to play a little bit better, getting used to having the people back. And apparently the Kyrie thing continues. They they classify him as an employee. Yeah, you, why don't you tell that little story, uh, uh, Sean, today that you told? Well, he's, okay, Kyrie Irving, he uh, was, you know, it, he cannot play for the Brooklyn Nets because workplaces, the mayor of New York City has a policy uh in the workplace, the employees of all the all business, public, private, you have to be vaccinated and masked up. But if you attend a game, you do not have to. So he was at the ACC tournament, and he was at the Brooklyn Nets game Sunday. And apparently at the Nets game, he went down to the locker room at halftime, and he went down there after the game. Steve Nash was open about it. The NBA, of course, stepped in because they said, oh, you violated a local ordinance, a local mandate. So they find him, find the team fifty grand. Now, what's weird? He and can that's also going to that's also to going to apply to the Mets and the Yankees too. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say that. Yep. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll change for them. No, they said it, no, no. They said it will not change. They just that yeah. came across just a few minutes ago. Yeah. So okay, all Yankee mayor, players. Well, I, mean, oh, I mean, what I'm saying is the mandates by the time. The no, may, he, may, he said it won't. The mayor, the mayor said today it will not. He's not changing it. Okay, because so, it doesn't matter. Oh, if there's yeah. no uh, the cases. It's all right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, but but yeah. So the whole thing, he can practice at the facility, 
He can practice, but games is considered workplace. That's the weird right. thing. Okay, let's really let's keep okay. going. Let's keep going. Right, We're so getting we'll into things that Kyrie. It yeah. doesn't like we all thought that this would end pretty soon, but that's too bad because this is it's ridiculous. I mean, hey, I'm I'm all for vaccination, but really, come on, guys. Okay, 35-33. So then we have Atlanta at 34 and 34 and ninth, and Charlotte 34 and 35 and tenth. And then we drop down to the Wizards at 29 and 38 and 11th. And I think we're going to stick a fork in the Wizards today. I think yeah, we just feel like I think we've got our 10 uh, Eastern playoff teams now. So uh, a playoff or play-in team. Yep. So Wizards 29, 20, 38, the Knicks 28 and 40, Indiana at number 13, 23 and 46, <laughs> Detroit 18 and 50, and Orlando 18 and 51. So uh, in the West... And, we'll and by the way, Chris, speaking of Detroit, later. before yep. you go to the West, uh, George yep. Blaha, who I believe does their does the TV for the Pistons, yes. is going yes. to miss the rest of the season. And, and I don't know what I believe it's a health issue, but I don't know what it is. Okay, he's he's quite old. He's uh, yes. probably about in his eighties. I know that. He also does Michigan State football. Yes, he does. Okay, in the West, we have uh, um, uh, who are they? Phoenix. That's Phoenix. who they are. <laughs> Fifty-four and fourteen. Then we go down to Memphis at 47 and 22. Golden State also 47 and 22, but they're third because of, you know, tiebreakers. Utah is fourth at 42 and 26. Dallas 42 and 26. Again, they're just lined up with tiebreakers. Denver 41 and 28. But Minnesota is moving along. They're 40 and 30. So they're not far out of, you know, they've been leading the play in for quite a while, but they're not far from getting out of it. They're only a game and a half behind Denver. So That's they've correct. been playing well. And they've been on the road, too. And we'll be talk, talk about uh, one of their games uh, coming up. We've got some highlights of scoring you know, this week. We have the Clippers are eighth at 36-35. and 35. So Minnesota and the Clippers are in the playoffs because you look at who's ninth, the Lakers, they're 29-39. and 39. So, I mean, they're, they're not going to be coming and catching those, uh, catching anybody. Um, no. Minnesota and the Clippers are going to in some way be, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth in, in that ballpark. And especially the Clippers, they're probably kind of locked into eight. That's probably where they're going to end up. Lakers 29 and 39, but the Lakers have to watch their back. In 10th place, New Orleans is 28 and 40. In 11th, Portland is 26 and 41. So, you know, it's, it's still close. And San Antonio's 26 to 43. They're almost on life support. They're going to be gone pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, it's time to start tanking Spurs. Yeah, yep. probably next week. But uh, anyway, so they're, that, that's the play-in thing. Sacramento, 25 and 45. We kicked them out last week. Oklahoma City, 20 and 48. And Houston, 17 and 51. So in the East, Brooklyn right now would be going to Toronto to play the 8-7 game. So Kyrie could play in that. But if, if uh, Brooklyn lost, uh, then they would be hosting, and he couldn't play. So he play how's that? Know, in Toronto, he can't. I don't think. I don't think. He'll oh wait, that's play right. In it's Toronto. So yeah. yeah. So like, maybe he can't play there either. Okay. So the winner of that game would be your seven team, and uh, and then the other game is Charlotte. It would go to Atlanta right now. So Milwaukee, the seven would play Milwaukee right now, and then Miami would play the eight team, whoever that would be of those other three that don't win that first game that I mentioned. The mm-hmm. Celtics would play Chicago. Celtics would be five, Chicago four. Cleveland at six would play Milwaukee in three. In the West, we have the Clippers in Minnesota. That would be the eight-seven game. And then New Orleans would be 10 playing at the Lakers right now. Seven would, would play uh, Memphis, so that would be the winner of that Minnesota Clippers game. The other team to come out of the, those teams uh, would play, uh, eight would play Phoenix. And then Dallas at Utah and Denver at Golden State. But remember, everybody's tied right now, so it doesn't That's really right. matter. But, you know, all those teams are tied with each other. So, uh, so Kyrie got 50 uh, against Charlotte on Tuesday night. 
And uh, so let's see, what were the other big scores we had? Because that's mostly uh, what the week Carlos was about. Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns had it. Was yeah. it fifty-six? Well, LeBron last first. Night. LeBron got fifty on Friday against Washington, and then Sunday Durant got fifty-three against the uh, the Knicks. Knicks. Most that was the most I did here that any net had scored against the Knicks. And then uh, you're right, but Carl Anthony Towns got sixty last night against San Antonio for Minnesota. Yep. And, and, that got, was a, and he got 32 in the third quarter, and the NBA record yeah. for most points in a quarter is 37 by Clay Thompson. And, okay. And San Antonio was down. It was the first time the Spurs had scored 70, 70 or more points by halftime and lost because they were <laughs> it was 75-73 at halftime. And yeah, and the Craig, final score was 149-139. And when yeah, I saw that, I yeah. thought there had to be overtime involved. But no, not the no, case. No, it was not. It was and not. Greg Popovich got the, the, the win, you know, to put him over the top 13. on uh, Friday against uh, Utah. So Sean missed it because he thought they weren't going to win that game, you know. So uh, I, they thought, got that I thought night. he was going to do it on Saturday against Bill and Bernie's Pacers. He, he was going to get 13-36 there. Now, these are regular season wins. Yeah. yeah. And he, he broke his mentor, Don Nelson's record, yeah. and you know, like I said, I think you know we'll see if he comes back next year. I think he still wants thinks he can rebuild. I think a lot of it is now that he lost his wife a couple of years ago. I think you know it's like, well, what am I going to do now? She, I think, if she was still alive, he might might have mm-hmm. said, you know what, I can retire, I can hang it up. But I loved his speech after he was thanking everybody, saying, "Hey, it's great." And then he looked and he goes, "Hey, Tim Duncan, if you played harder, I'd have got this sooner." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, any other NBA stuff? No. No. Nope. Just sort of the, the, one along. Thing, the one thing I will tell you, Chris, before we go to hockey, is that uh, yep. every baseball stadium will be max capacity except one, and that is the Blue Jays. Oh, yeah, okay. and the Blue Jays have the same rule as the Mets and Yankees. Yeah. Uh, you cannot, if you're not vaccinated, if you're a home player or a visiting player, you're not going to be able to play there, period. Okay. A home orbit. See, that's different because the visiting players who aren't vaccinated can play in New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so that's different for Toronto. Yeah. Okay. In the NHL, in the East, we, of course, know that our eight playoff teams are set. and We'll talk about their matchups. But it's sort of tightening up in the uh, Atlantic Division here. Not so much with Florida. They get 86 points. Then it drops down to Tampa Bay with 82 Toronto 79 and the Bruins 77. So the Bruins are have been gaining on Toronto right along, but they're gaining on the Tampa Bay a little bit too. So yep. and there's plenty of time. This season doesn't end till April 29th. Yeah. So you know that you should, could see some changes there. Then um, the teams out of it: Detroit 55, Buffalo 48, uh, Ottawa 47, Montreal 40. In the Metropolitan, we have Carolina 87. And what they're saying is funny. They're talking on the Bruins, and they're saying, oh, no, it's a hockey show. There's a hockey show on Saturday morning. you know about that on the Sports Hub, Rick? Yeah. yeah. Nine o'clock in the morning and yeah. uh, Saturdays. And they were talking about it. basically uh, Florida and uh, Carolina are fighting it out to see who gets to play Washington. Because they figure they're like the worst of the teams coming in, and everybody else is pretty comparable. But you, do, you know, if you can play Washington and get a little bit of a rest in the first round, a five-game win or something, while the other teams are slogging it out, uh, that's what you'd like to do. So anyway, yeah, Carolina said, um, yeah. If the Bruins catch Toronto, I think you'd probably want to play Toronto than Washington, right? Uh, maybe because they're defense. You know, they've always given I mean, up. Toronto goals always else. always chokes in the playoffs. Well, they, oh, do. they do. Every they year. do that, but uh, you know, the, the, it depends on you know. I, they, you know, hope springs eternal. But Washington, they saw what they did against the Bruins last year, and and they are the worst team as far as record is concerned. So Metropolitan uh, Carolina has uh, eighty seven, Pittsburgh eighty one, the Rangers seventy nine, and Washington seventy four. 
Then you drop to the ones out of it. Columbus, 63. Islanders, uh, 56. New Jersey, 49. And Philadelphia, 47. In the Central, Colorado still rolling at 89. St. Louis, 76. Minnesota, 72. Nashville, 72. We have Dallas at 67. Winnipeg, 64, Chicago, 52, and Arizona, 42. So I broke down the, the wild. Uh, we'll run through the matchups, but I also broke down the wild card in the West because it's crazy. And then in the Pacific, we have Calgary leading at 79. The Kings are at 74. Edmonton, 68. Vegas is 68. Uh, Vancouver is 65. Anaheim, 64. San Jose, who we put out of their misery uh, last week, is 59. And Seattle at 42. So in the East, right now, you'd be staying in your division. So Washington would go and play Carolina. The Rangers would go and play Pittsburgh. And that's actually something that that has happened here. The Penguins, they were kind of tied last week. I think they've got a little cushion now, the the Penguins for second. And in the uh, uh, Atlantic Division, you'd have the Bruins playing Florida and Toronto playing Tampa Bay. In the West, you'd have Las Vegas playing Colorado because they're the worst wild card right now. Then we'd have Minnesota and St. Louis. Then you'd have Calgary playing Nashville, and you'd have Edmonton and the uh, Kings. Now, the way the wild card standings work right now, Nashville through the top wild card was 72, and Las Vegas has 68. And then, but Edmonton, I mean, Dallas has 67, Vancouver has 65, Winnipeg has 64, and Anaheim has 64. Now, the reason I don't mention Edmonton, they were already a third-place team for the moment, but that can change. Right. So we're just looking at the wild cards. They're all very close there. So we have no clue who the wild cards are going to be uh, coming out of the West. The, the East, we already know you know, the eight teams that are going to be in the playoffs. And that is very strange for, you know, eight teams to be known this early. And it's been known for, oh, since, I don't know, the middle of January or something. And, so, uh, go ahead. All, all hockey experts are now saying, Chris, the activity that we expected to have for the trading deadline uh, become uh, is going to come up on Monday. They're yeah. saying there may, there may not be much activity now because there's still so many teams uh, that are close to playoff spots or in playoff spots. So. Well, that's weird because you've got half the East is done. So yeah. you would think that they would be yeah. wanting to, to sell and, uh, you know, see if they could pick up something for expiring contracts or whatever they want to do. But, uh, you know, and talk to these. Then you've got the uh, eight that are in in the East and you've got the, uh, you know, a lot in the West that are still in. So, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. in contention. So, yeah, they're, they're saying because there's so many teams in contention, especially in the West, they don't expect as much. No, activity. not from them, but half of the East could be trading people. I, I know, I know, but you know, I'm, I'm just reporting what they're those reporting. Teams, so. To those teams in the West. So anyway, know. who knows? I mean, does that, uh, you know, it doesn't make sense to me. When it, when it's both ways, I get it when when uh, you might have more if it was both ways where everybody thought they could pick up one last thing to get in. Right. Uh, but So they're only looking from the point of view of the sellers. The buyers should have a lot of teams that they can talk to. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you want to get something, you go to Detroit, go to Columbus, go to the Islanders. I, you know, I personally kind of think there. I personally think there is going to be a lot of activity. Yeah, you know. I think they're just looking at it from the seller's point of view. There, the way they yep. said it. Said it. Okay, and Alex Ovechkin uh, has 766 goals. He's tied for third with Yarmir Yager, and he's uh, and uh, he still hasn't passed him, I guess yet. No, uh, still tied. Yeah, Gretzky leads of course with 894 all time and. Uh, and uh, Gordy Howe with 801. So uh, he'll, yep. I don't know, how, how old is Ovechkin anyway? Uh, he's 35, 36, somewhere around there. So he should catch uh, Gordy Howe anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Wayne Gretzky seems to think that he will stick around long enough to break his record. So He'll probably try. Yeah. And Okay, so that, any, any more hockey? 
Uh, I don't have anything. Rick, do you? No, no. Okay, one last quick item. One last quick uh, item. We've got uh, the death of a Kentucky Derby winner, and that's always uh, a sad thing. But the guy was the horse was forty years, thirty years old. Go for Gin. He won the nineteen ninety four Derby. He was thirty, and uh, he, and uh, let's see, he came in second in the Pre- Preakness in Belmont. He was ridden by Chris McCarron from Dorchester here, and Nick Zito was the trainer, and uh, he tore and uh, he raced until ninety five when he tore a tendon uh, sheath during a workout at Belmont. For before the Breeders' Cup, and then he was retired to stud. Again, not a bad way to spend what the rest of your life. Yeah, yep. that's right. And uh, so anyway, so that's uh, that's too bad for, for him. But uh, anyway, so whenever a Derby winner dies, that's something that always should be mentioned because uh, it's the year people will say such as a year that so-and-so won the Derby, and then people remember yeah. what happened that year. That's how hot horse racing people think in the in this country. So anyway. Well, all let's, right, let's, let all our winner, let's let our winner, Sean, wrap it up. All right, yep. Sean. Yes. All right. Well, if you had server issues throughout the show or any time you want to check it out, the podcast, uh, download it, legendoldies.com, or Sports Lounge Live, and your podcaster have it delivered to you directly, or 773-572-3006, option number nine, or tell your smart speaker to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts or the Sports Lounge Live podcast from TuneIn. And don't forget, tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern, tune in. You never know what news, sports, events, something always breaks during the Bill and Perry show, so you might want to tune in there. And until next week, where hopefully we won't be this busy, you won't have all these, we'll have some stuff to talk about, but not this much all big, big, major stuff all at once. But until then, we will see you.